You are listening to the Critical Mass Nonprofit Radio Show, Orange County's only talk radio show dedicated to featuring nonprofit organizations and their leader, with your host, Richard Franzi. Welcome to today's episode of Critical Mass Nonprofit Radio Show. I am your host, Rick Franzi. Tom Pollock, who is CEO of Explore Oceans, is our guest. Our audience demographic is 98% business owners and executives who listen to learn from our guests. If your firm is interested in reaching these top decision makers, then advertising on our radio show may be the answer. Each month, our sponsors gain valuable exposure through their support of the program. Last month, we delivered over 27,000 highly targeted sponsor impressions. If you'd like to learn more about advertising, contact Rose Chamora at 951-515-4661. Tom, welcome to the program. Well, thank you, Rick. Thanks for having me here today. It's our pleasure. Let's start by having you tell us a little bit about your professional background. Like, what, what did you do before you became CEO of Explore Ocean, Tom? Oh, I think I've had about two or three careers there. But, okay. uh, you know, I started off uh, in the institutional bond market, spent 27 years doing that. And then uh, I got involved in a pro sports in Europe. I founded a league in Europe and founded it and sold it, and uh, that what was ca- really well, fun. Okay, slow down. What kind of a league? Pro sailing. Okay. The Med Cup. My team owners were... Guys like uh, the King of Spain, the King of Norway, Doug DeVos that runs Amway, Larry Ellison. Wow. So, fun group of people to hang out with. Okay. And uh, I, uh, from that, uh, I uh, got an idea for a film, for a movie, and I approached Roy Disney uh, about the idea. And when, Roy ended up, he liked it so much, we ended up making the film. It was called Morning Light, and it was released by Walt Disney in 2008. And uh, Roy and I became fast friends. And uh, that's how I found my way to the organization. So you actually pitched an idea to Roy Disney that actually turned into a movie. I got his cell phone number. It's what I do is get meetings with people. And I got hold of Roy. And I said, Roy, I got an idea for you. And uh, and he said, who's this? No, well, I had a friend, uh, okay. H- H- Leslie, you know, was uh, D- Disney, his uh, eventual wife, was a good friend of mine. So she kind of helped, you know, soften oh, okay. the blow. Okay. But, uh, you know, he's kind of like, well, you know, I'm one of the more powerful men in Hollywood, Tom. And I- I'm sure I've got a lot of movies <laughs> I've been pitched before. Yeah. And I- he was just joking. He was just great. And I said, you know, Roy, this is one you're going to love. Because he was a sailor. And so we made a film about young kids in high school, coming-of-age story, about going on the Transpac race, a 100-year-old race here that's been going out for, for forever from Los Angeles to Hawaii. Wow. And Roy filmed it as a documentary and called it Morning Light. Nice. And so he and I hung out together for about three years doing and that. Was there anything between that and what you do now? Or? Well, we ended up, I said, Roy, we need to do a, uh, we need to do a, a grand opening in Orange County. He had a home on uh, Harbor Island with uh, Leslie. And so uh, I said, let's do a fundraiser for a nonprofit here in town. He goes, which one? And I said, oh, I don't know. There's this nautical museum uh, over in Balboa Peninsula. Uh, I'll call them up. So I called them up, and I said, we'd like to, the Disney Corp would like to come down and do a big uh, fundraiser for you. And they were thrilled, and it was a giant fundraiser. And uh, at the time, they were going through a transition, which I didn't know about. And uh, they were transitioning from a tra- standard traditional nautical museum to explore ocean. And so it was the largest fundraiser they ever had. I would, and, yeah. yeah so, Can you, know. you imagine that call? We, you know, <laughs> yeah. those nonprofit leaders are going to be listening to the show going, yeah, I get a call out of the blue. Well, a uh, Disney company wants to do this fundraiser for you. Yeah. yeah Hello. Kind of what happened, you know. So, so I kind of kind of forgot about them because they didn't really have an educational plan. So I just thought, nah. And then later on, uh, some of the board members got a hold of me. And they said, you know, we'd like to become an ocean uh, a, a attraction. They weren't really sure what. And so I got involved, and it interests me, education, kids, the environment, the ocean. And I thought, you know, how are we going to do it? 
So we, I got into it and uh, became a board member, chairman of the board, and then I retired from the bond business. And they asked me, they said, well, you know, we'd really like you to take your, your for-profit skills and help out with the business model and the plan for this nonprofit. Because on the Balboa Peninsula, it sits in a location in the fun zone that gets sure. over 2 million visitors a year show up there every year. Okay. So that's a good location. It's a good location to have a, any kind of a business. So now you have to build something around it that actually appeals to the community. Right. It's a community re- a jewel. So we looked at ocean literacy is the platform we landed on, teaching the seven principles of ocean literacy. And what we do is we explain to K-12 through kids and adults the, 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 how the ocean works from a perspective of science, technology, engineering, and math. Wow. So it's a full program, K through 12. We have hundreds, if not thousands of kids now go through, go through our programs. I just came out of a, 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 they had 300 kids over there today on a field trip. And uh, they're doing, it's all hands-on. And we have ocean literacy centers. I also have labs where we have 3D printers, laser cutters, uh, a lot of electronic invention kits. We're building a new, um, a new uh, maker space over there as well. So we get kids from not only Newport Beach, but we get kids out of Santa Ana, from Garden Grove, Anaheim, Riverside. They come from all over the county. Wow. How big is the space? Uh, we own about three, about a, a, an entire city block down do. in the village. Yeah, yeah. we're fortunate. You are fortunate. Yeah. That's good real estate, too, yeah, Tom. Yeah, yeah, all, right. Yeah, yeah. all right. Well, we're talking with Tom Pollock. He is CEO of Explore Ocean. We're learning more about Explore Ocean. So we have about three minutes. I, I wonder if you could share with us a guiding principle that you have you know what's your overarching philosophy or what do you believe about leading this organ whether it's your your poor profit days mm-hmm. or now your mm-hmm. non-profit days well this like any non the word non-profit it's a tax status it's not a business plan and what we look at is we believe we believe in teaching people about the ocean because we think it's an access agenda we're giving kids especially kids that have never been to the beach before access to programs to help them develop critical thinking skills problem-solving skills as a way to build their resumes to inspire them to come out of many of the foster home situations that we support and get into college for your colleges and that's one of our eventual target goals for the kids that come to our program is inspire them to stay in school are you saying that there are kids in Orange County, California, who haven't been to the ocean before? There are the many. Beach? It's amazing. That we is get, amazing. We isn't get it? kids from Garden Grove, uh, Riverside, that have ne- 16, 17 year old kids that have never been to the beach. Uh, last year, we uh, we supported uh, four nonprofits here in Orange County: uh, Orangewood Kids Work, Olive Crest, and um, there's one more in there. I'm forgetting right at okay. the moment. And uh, we we gave them all free summer camps, and we brought every kid down, paid for all the buses, everything, and brought down hundreds of kids, including going to Catalina as well as part of the whole adventure we took them to the back bay and it turned for your listeners may want to know we are the number one funded nonprofit in the entire state of california serving youth from the california coastal commission really of all the cha- yeah <laughs> we, we, we dr wendy marshall my director of education submitted that and uh, we were awarded that just a couple of months ago well congratulations you mm-hmm. must be doing fine we're work de- we're delighted so you're teaching them how the ocean works mm-hmm. that's right and you said there were seven principles? Of seven it? principles of, of ocean literacy. The seven big ideas about the ocean. So, cause, so most, most ocean-related nonprofits teach the ocean from the eyes of the fish, we call it. Okay. okay? Well, stewards of the ocean. That's primarily the aquariums. that They tend to do that. We look at climate. We look at weather patterns. We're looking at ocean rise, ocean acidification, uh, conservation, preservation, uh, how humans influence the ocean, how the ocean influences you, food sources. You know, we're having a sustainable seafood uh, coming up here we'll talk about on your yeah, next, on the next segment. Don't go anywhere, and, uh, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, so it's a full program from kindergarten all the way up to 12th grade. Kids are learning about the ocean. It's a backdrop 
for those critical thinking skills, and they do it all themselves. Wow, hands-on. Ha- all hands-on. Everything's hands-on. That's a home run. It's very different than what uh, what your listeners have been uh, probably used to in the past. Hands-on with the ocean. Sounds like fun to me. Let's go to the beach, ladies and gentlemen. I'm talking with Tom Pollock. He is CEO of Explore Oceans, and we're going to take our first commercial break. And when we come back, we're going to talk about Simply Sustainable Seafood Fest. So don't go anywhere. You're going to want to hear more about that after these words from our commercial sponsors. There's something positive about the word up. When things are looking good, they're looking up. When someone's down, you cheer them up. So how do you move up? Well, when it comes to getting your bachelor's or master's degree, there's one university that stacks up, Brandman University. Brandman is ranked by U.S. News and World Report as one of the nation's top ten universities for online bachelor's programs. Brandman's online graduate programs in business and education also receive top honors. So look us up at brandman.edu. Brandman University. Move up. Smart Business Network is a business-to-business multimedia company providing insight, advice, and strategy for C-level executives of fast growth, middle market, and large companies. As one of the nation's largest publishers of local management journals, under the Smart Business name, Smart Business Network publishes 19 regional print editions, presents dozens of large and small-scale business conferences and award programs, and produces a vibrant interactive digital media presence. For more information, visit us at www sbnonline.com. Richard Franzi is a highly sought-after keynote speaker on topics of interest to CEOs of middle firms across North America. Richard's talks include Killing Cats Leads to Rats, a fascinating look at how unintended consequences of CEOs' decisions impact their firm's performance. Your Gray Matter Matters, which explores how a CEO's mindset can differentiate a middle market firm and define its culture. Richard delivers talks to a variety of audiences, ranging from executive team retreats to keynotes in front of hundreds of CEOs. To learn more about his talks, visit criticalmassforbusiness.com and select the contact page or call 949-887-4104. Welcome back to this edition of Critical Mass Nonprofit Radio Show. I am your host, Rick Franzi. Tom Pollock, who is the CEO of Explore Oceans, is our guest for this segment. And I'd like to thank and acknowledge our listeners who download our radio show as a podcast. You've downloaded over 12,000 shows during the last 30 days, and we here at the program appreciate your continued and growing support. Of course, all of our shows can be heard live here on Internet radio station octalkradio.net or rebroadcast anytime from Apple iTunes, Stitcher, Spreaker.com, which is spelled S-P-R-E-A-K-E-R. Check it out if you haven't checked out Spreaker and other business-oriented podcasting services. Tom, before the break, we said we're gonna, we teased them a little bit about the Simply Sustainable Seafood Fest. Can you talk a little bit about that event? Yeah, it's on uh, Sunday, June 8th. That's World Ocean Day. It's a U.N.-declared uh, um, uh, event, and uh, all the nonprofits around the world actually that are related to the ocean, will typically have some type of an event going on to honor the oceans. So ours is from 3 to 6 p.m. on Sunday, June 8th at Explore Ocean. That's at uh, 600 East Bay Avenue uh, in, on the Balboa Peninsula, right where the uh, Balboa Ferry uh, meets the uh, fun zone where the Ferris wheel is. Okay, I know where and, that is. And we're going to have probably a, at least a couple hundred people show up, plus we're having three really great speakers. Uh, Debbie Johnson, the director of the Catalina Sea Ranch, and they're involved with uh, doing farming of mussels, Mediterranean mussels offshore. They're going to start doing mussels offshore uh, right off Huntington Beach area. 
And then uh, a, a very popular lady in Newport Beach, Therese Pearson of Pearson Port. Uh, they're the only floating seafood um, distributor in the entire state of California. They're right wow. under the bridge there at PCH. And they, they're, they're, their specialty is spotted prawns. They get them from 1,000, 1,200 feet below the surface of the ocean where it's ice cold. And they're going to be talking about their methods of how they harvest uh, those fish. And then, of course, Dr. Wendy Marshall, my, my really talented director of education at Explore Ocean. And she's going to be uh, also there as well talking about how we teach the kids um, the ability for the ocean to, 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 to feed a billion people. So what does it cost, and how do people find out about it? Oh, well, our members, we give them a slight discount. It's $25 for our members. It's $35 for non-members. You can sign up at exploreocean.org. Now, that's a tricky one. It's E-X-P-O-O-R-O-C-E-A-N, no double E in explore.org. Or you can call us on the phone at any time. My staff is willing to take any phone call, and that's 949-675-8915. And you can call down there and make a reservation, and, and you can buy actually buy tickets at the door. So this event's a part of an international or global it celebration is. of the ocean. It is, it is, and and you know the oceans are the oceans sustain all life on Earth, and without the ocean, you know every every other breath you take comes from the plankton in the ocean, and so without I the did ocean, not know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you have did the you rainforest, Mister Engineer. Yeah, the rainforest provide a lot of oxygen, but the, but the ocean provides at least half of that. Wow. Mm-hmm. So it's very, very exciting. So we, we, we talk about how the ocean sustains all life on Earth, and a healthy ocean gives us a healthy healthy population. And do we have a healthy ocean? You know, I think yeah, that's an interesting thing. You talk to the folks at Oceana, you know, they're, they're, they're a group that's out influencing legislation. They'll tell you, no, not quite. You talk to other groups, they'll say, okay. I think there's a lot of change going on in the ocean. Right. For sure, change has been going on. Now that we have the technology to monitor it, I think we're start, certainly noticing quite a bit of change in the weather, in the climate of the ocean, the temperature, the, the melting of the glaciers. All of these things are going on, and we're, we're just teaching kids what's happening, with, and, and adults as well, what's happening out there in the world. Even if they can get to the ocean and to the beach and be a little better stewards of mm-hmm. their time there, mm-hmm. you've accomplished something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's right. You know, we, we actually just had a beach clean up but we did it five miles inland in the santa Ana river basin and we went five miles inland we <laughs> took hundreds funny. of kids up there for a beach cleanup we brought some actually we had some corporate sponsors that showed up that sponsored that and uh, we brought our aerial drones with us because we have a little drone fleet and Get out dr- of time. oh you yeah have we, drone? we have drones well our kids build underwater submarines they build them we got a, a grant from the office of naval education and the kids are building underwater robots with gopro cameras and we take them over to catalina and drop in and then we bring all the footage back and they edit all the footage and they make it for their science projects so if you have a sixth grade kid, Jeez. they could they could come to Explore Ocean and put all that together at our place. Wow, you know. But you went upstream. Yeah, we went upstream. We th- we wanted to go inland five miles, and we wanted to look at all the trash that was up there, and then have a have a beach cleanup, but five miles inland. And we put the drones up in the air to kind of document all of the trash that was there. And then the water district people that were very interested in it, we gave them the footage because they had actually never filmed the riverbed before with a, with a, with a close in drone before. So it made the point to the kids, too, that it's not just right at the beach that you polluted. It's what you drop miles away, right? That's right. That's right. All the plastic. Plastics are a major problem. You know, plastics weren't invented 100 years ago, but they're there now. You know, there's some kid out there that eventually is going to invent a plastic that somehow actually dissolves in seawater. Right. Just a matter of time. Right. You know, come on, young yeah, person. Come on, young kid. Maybe they'll be inspired at Explore Ocean. Maybe, maybe. You know, that would be that would be great. Okay, so CEOs of middle market, small and middle market companies are listening to this, Tom. They're not mm-hmm. just listening from Southern California. They we have a national kind of growing international mm-hmm. following. Mm-hmm. What what role do business? 
can businesses play in helping explore ocean well, we with have your a, mission? We have a corporate circle club actually designed specially for businesses. There's a membership available for them. And many of the businesses that, that come down will donate in-kind product to us if it's if it's something that's suitable. Many other businesses come down to support the events that we have, the educational programs. So it be from our innovation lab, our maker lab, our underwater robots, our ocean literacy for all. We allow them, we put their, their names on all the collateral on the website. We have a lot of social media. We have a PR company. Uh, beyond 15 that handles all our PR that puts it out there. So their name gets gets mentioned in press releases. So we, we try to give back to what the companies are looking for. They're looking for a certain demographic. So we're able to, get, to deliver that. And uh, many of the corporations we talk to also have foundations too. Right. So it's really two entities. You're talking to the corporate side for sponsorship dollars. And many times the foundation, they tend to come in with the sponsorship dollars first. And then they may come in later with their foundation dollars. Interesting. So companies like Wells Fargo, Verizon, PIMCO, you know, these are all companies that support us down there in Newport Beach. So what's the future hold for Explore Ocean? I'm talking with Tom Pollock. He's CEO. He should know what the future holds. The future is very bright for Explore Ocean. We have an amazing program that we're extending our reach. Our programs keep increasing. The amount of uh, people that are coming to us now that are calling us to, ha- to, to, to come to our educational programs. Also, our adult outreach is very important. We have a lecture series. It starts in September. And it runs all the way through uh, May every year. We have speakers really? from all over the world. They come from uh, they come from Europe. They come. We just had a guy come out from uh, from uh, uh, Texas who is putting a program called Sea Orbiter together. It's going to rotate around the Atlantic Ocean. That's a big ship, vertical, 180 feet tall, floating around the Atlantic, around the gyres. Very. We had Kevin Hand, Dr. Kevin Hand from JPL, come down and talk about how they're looking to explore oceans on other worlds of, of some of the moons of, of of Saturn and Jupiter, and how they're going to build these uh, particular space craft to do that wow. so the ocean can be also observed from outer space we brought don don walsh who was the first guy ever to go to the bottom of the pacific ocean 50 years ago oh my god he's still alive we brought him <laughs> over to talk about that whole trip and then we've had people come talk about that titanic and even director jim cameron sent uh-huh. his people down to our facility to talk about jim's dive to the bottom of the pacific in his own one-man submarine two years ago wow fascinating trip it's going to be a national geographic movie coming out in august and we're going to be premiering that film down there. Oh, that, that would oh, be yeah. an event to see that. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be great. So you're you're really connecting with a lot of leading science, technology, engineering. The, STEM is really an important focus for your organization. STEM is the focus for what we're doing, and you know a lot, and especially the kids that are in some of these foster home situations. You know, fifty percent of those kids fall back. They don't necessarily go to college. The the, the boys fall back. They sell drugs. They get involved with gang. The girls sometimes they get pregnant. Some things don't happen. So the foster people will say, we need them, and many of them qualify for financial aid. They're just not inspired to actually right. see themselves in the world. They can go on and do great things. They can't things. imagine it. Can exactly. Right. So we try to take them and give them that experience and build on that. So when they when we take them to, say, places like Catalina or the USC Wrigley Center that we're aligned with, they see kids not much older than they are actually in school helping them. So it's a, lot, a way for us to show them uh, who they can be and, and inspire them in, in that in that hands-on method. And, and, and the kid will find their own level. You know, the child will find right. their own level, you know. Right. And, and so we just let that develop. And if you give them, if you make it their idea, like every parent knows, you make it your kid's idea, it works. Yeah, it's a whole different deal. And it's deal that way with the, with the kids that, that may, may, may not be able to afford to come to the beach on their own or their situation where they can't get there. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll find a way to get them there and have, make them have a great time. Tom, I, I get the feeling from sitting here and talking to you that your enthusiasm is genuine and infectious for what you're doing now. Can you... 
just help those CEOs of middle market companies who are running for-profit organizations to know what the other side's like if you're running a non-profit organization? It, it, it's, it's, it's really delightful, honestly. You know, when you stare at screens for 27 years trading bonds, that's wonderful. You help the pensions make, make, make the payments, and I'm sure that's, that's valuable. But nonprofits serve an extremely valuable part in society. I, I love my job. It's great. You know, you're able to build things. You're able to change lives and bring people down here. There's a marriage between the philanthropists and the nonprofits. They need each other. Right. The philanthropists can't build what the nonprofit can. And we're not just a nonprofit. We're, we're aiming to be a cultural institution here in Newport, in, in Orange County. And, and so we have the physical facility. And the cultural institutions need the funding from the philanthropists. So both of them go hand in hand. There's a lot of things that government doesn't do and that individuals can't do. But in a team environment, you can do them. You can accomplish amazing things. So for me, it's all about building that right team of people to have an impact. And one of the impacts we have that's even larger than our footprint is our online courses teaching the educators about mm. the ocean. So okay. we extend outwards with, with our online ocean educators website doing that. Dr. Marshall, that's what she wrote her Ph.D. in, in, uh, in at USC. And so she's an expert in that. So we're able to really take the, Im- the impact of a donation from a donor and ratchet it right up. So it's not just there in Newport Beach. That's the location. That doesn't define us. Right. Boy, you're, this is great. Uh, I'm glad you've decided to be the CEO of Explore Ocean because it sounds like you're moving it at a very fast pace to having such a huge footprint and impact. If someone, again, would like to learn more about I- Explore Ocean, how do they find you online, Tom? They can find us at www.exploreocean.org, E-X-P-L-O-R-O-C-E-A-N, no second E in Explore.org. And uh, we're a 28-year-old nonprofit, wow. and uh, we, we've got all the standards, the professional standards in place and the best practices. And uh, you can read all about us on the web. Everything's there, our annual statement. Everything's there that you want to read about for us. And if you're listening to this live or it's before June 8th of 2014, you may want to attend the Simply Sustainable Seafood Fest, which is information is available on their website, and you can learn more about it. It's from 3 to 6 p.m. on Sunday, June the 8th. Looks like... Uh, Good food, good drinks, and live music. Yeah, it's put on by our Volunteer and Ten Knots Association, and uh, all the proceeds from this will go to fund our educational programs. Thank you for being a guest of the program and a friend and a part of our community now, Tom Pollock. Well, well, thank you, Rick, and I hope to see your wife's a science teacher, I understand. I she hope is. To, I hope to see her class down there. I'm taking this home and telling her there about it. There we go. betcha. All right. All righty. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we love to do the nonprofit show because it gives us a chance to help you to learn a little bit more about these worthy organizations helping our residents of either Orange County, Southern California, or in Tom's case, the world. The show is brought to you by our advertisers, Brandman University, Commercial Bank of California, Decision Toolbox, Smart Business Magazine, Succession Strategies, and Center Club, a member of Club Corp. I'd like to thank today's engineer, Paul Roberts. Our producer is Crystal Nunley, who's feeling a little bit under the weather this week and is not here in the studio. Crystal, I hope you're feeling better. Our guest coordinator is Kathleen Shepard. Our marketing strategist is Asia Celestino. Our live events coordinator is Melissa Padani. And our VP of Sales is Rose Chamora. I'm your host, Rick Franzi. If you'd like to learn more about Critical Mass for Business or maybe refer a future guest, visit criticalmass4forbusiness.com. Until our next show, I hope all of your decisions will move your company in a positive direction. You've been listening to the Critical Mass Nonprofit Radio Show, Orange County's only talk radio show dedicated to featuring nonprofit organizations and their leader, with your host, Richard Franzi. 